0: Welcome back to another episode of Video Game Talk for us all. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and its sequel that is hopefully coming out this or next year. Today, I'm here with a guest. Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Uh, hi, my name is Garrett, and I am the host of the Garrett Talks to Himself podcast. Um, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: Awesome. So so you played the first game, um, what did what did you think about it?
1: Oh, I uh, I was, like, seriously blown away with the first game uh, when they, you know, we first saw the trailer for, for the game coming out on the Switch. I, you know, wasn't sure exactly what to expect with it, um, as, like, I've been playing the, the Zelda game since uh, the Super Nintendo uh, Link to the Past, and... After like starting the initial you know part of Breath of the Wild, and when you walk out of that that cave and you get to see the whole world before you, and all of a sudden you just get to do whatever, like that's so un, unprecedented with with Zelda games. It was, it was I mean Breath, the Breath of the Wild is like a breath of fresh air into the into the series, which had you know, for for lack of better terms, may have gotten stale a bit because it's kind of the same stuff all over. Um, they didn't absolutely nail the. The Zelda atmosphere, I I feel, but overall the game is an absolute blast and it's taken up a lot of my time since its release.
0: Yeah, um, um, the game is definitely one of my favorite games and what I really like about it is how it it is an open world game and can do so many different stuff, see different places, and explore all these quests. And, uh, And unlike the other games, you don't have to go ahead and continue with the story. From the very um, um start of the game, you can just head right to the castle and fight Ganon and win. And um, have you done that or seen anyone do that?
1: I'm sorry, what was that?
0: Um. So and so in the game, um, you can just head straight to Ganon's cat, not Ganon's castle. Sorry, the um Hyrule Castle, and just fight Ganon. Have you done that or have you seen anyone else do that?
1: I have not actually watched anything on it. I also haven't tried it yet. I was really hoping to, uh, to complete everything first and then I'm, I'm, I I want to like just go straight to Ganon the next time just to see exactly what kind of challenge it was. Um, when I first played, I made sure I got like all the hearts and all the basically all the the extra stuff that I can get before I went to Ganon, and the the fight itself was a little disappointing because it, it didn't seem like there was too much challenge. So I'm really wanting to uh, to try to up that for the next time I, I confront him.
0: Um, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite things in the game is how big um, the castle is. Because the people that made it wanted it so you can see the castle from almost everywhere in the game. So you can keep on at it and, and remember how it is your main mission to go ahead and head there. And I was wondering, what is one of your favorite things in the game?
1: Uh, I, I think... I, I really just love the, the, the scale of it. It's, it's such a huge game, and um, e- exploring Hyrule and, and finding each you know, new, new section of the map and all the, the dangers that, that are around the corner and stuff was was very exciting. It, it really just kept you going. Um, I mean, like you said, the, the castle itself is, is such, you know, it's like the central part of the map, and when you see it, like, you really can see it from just about anywhere um and just finding all the new things in the game to to conquer was was such a rush and you know like i said something different from the previous games instead of just being told where to go all the time you you had that that freedom to go anywhere
0: yeah that was definitely one of my um, favorite stuff how you can go go anywhere in this open world um game and and one of the things that the game did differently than the other games in the series was with the, was with the um, um, Master Sword. Um, in this game, you, you have to have hearts, uh, enough for them to go ahead and actually pull out the sword. And you don't even have to get it if you don't want to. And that's something that never happens in any of the other games. Um, what do you think about that?
1: I, I think the, ma- the way they handled the Master Sword was, was absolutely brilliant. Um, I really appreciated the fact that you you had to earn it instead of just it being part of the story like you had to work hard in the shrines and everything to get enough, you know, hearts to do it like, like you had to become that hero, instead of just being told you're the hero you had to, uh, you had to step into those shoes and, and, um, like when I played uh, Skyward Sword, and you get to, like, pull the Master Sword out of the ground, like, with the, with the Weaver like, that was, that was cool, but, and and it felt, it felt cool to do it, but it didn't have the same impact as, as when you finally pull it out on this game once you have enough hearts to survive. Like, there was much more, um, a feeling of accomplishment doing it here.
0: Yeah, um, and, in, um, um, in, um, this game, you can definitely, go ahead and feel like you actually done something to, to dissolve being able to use the Master of sword. Mhm. Um, and, so, inside the game, um, you are, you wake up a hundred years later after Ganon has pretty much taken over Hyrule. And Link is still without, um, um, all of his, you know, and what, and what do you, uh, um, you think about that? How Link, you know, waking up, Without remembering anything from his past,
1: uh, I did appreciate the the way that they told the story with that and how you had to, you know, recollect the the past. Um, once again, another you know optional side mission. You didn't have to do it, but as as someone who likes to complete stuff, it was it was really cool to see how you progressed and you know came to be waking up in some type of, you know, cave. Like, you don't know how you got there, but, but seeing how everything led up to that and how um, much more integral to the story Zelda was instead of just being a typical, you know, damsel in distress. Like, she definitely fought and and was very, uh, you know, central in the story.
0: Yeah. Um, Zelda, uh, Zelda was really, really important in this game compared to the other games, she still had, you know, importance in the past games, but in this one, you can see what, what she was doing to help out, uh, in fighting Ganon, and how she definitely had an impact, and she was one of the people that helped get, um, Link to the poor thing to help him, uh, to help his wounds, so he can come back and defeat Ganon all of these years Leo Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, what, so, um, we seen see the, um, Mashika tribe in the past, in past games, and in this game, we know um a bit about them, how they were, like, kind of banished, and they kind of split into two, one people that kept on, um, going on with their attack and stuff, and became evil and supported Ganon, but the other ones just lived in these, uh, villages by themselves. Um, what did, um, um, what you think about that?
1: Uh, it was. Um, that was definitely an interesting take for it. Uh, I I really I I like how they they had all of the different like like types of characters that you've seen in all the games you know coming up to it. Um, I like how they incorporated them to into just one game as opposed to like oh this game has the has the the Ruto and this one has the um, oh my gosh! What's the name of the? Because the the um. Oh my gosh! I'm facing on names now. <laughs> There's like the the Rudo. I think they're the they're the fish people, right? Or are they the birds?
0: Um, I think they are are the birds because the Zoa is the fish.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I I like how they you know kind of had had those because in like um. Wow, I am just having a heck of a time thinking of, of the names of these guys. Uh, in Wind Waker, that's the name I'm looking for. Like you did, you didn't have the them. You had the you know the bird people instead. And this game kind of brought everyone together, so it's kind of nice to see that. Um, and all the different, uh, like the way that they they had the 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 sheikas as the the shrines was, I really. Like it was, it was fun to discover them and see, and see how they were like still helping you, you know, save Hyrule even years after they've passed and and have been locked away, you know, dormant, and and they're still offering to to help. It was, it was cool. I, I really appreciated the the more lore centric, uh, how how they were more central to the lore. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Um. So at the start of of the game. Link wakes up and he gets this um, tablet, I guess. Um, what did um, um, you think about him getting the tablet that early and unlocking everything uh, right away compared to the other games where you have to go to all these dungeons to get the new items?
1: Uh, it was, I mean, it was definitely, you, you kind of felt like you, you cheated the game a bit by just all of a sudden having everything accessible to you. But you, you still get to, you have to be more creative with it. And I think that's, that's one of the parts where the game really shines is how they've incorporated everything where you slowly start to use it and then you can upgrade them as you go along and how the, the shrine you know puzzles utilized each one and how there was really no definite way to do it. And they just gave you gave you the tools and you had to figure out how to make it work on your own. Um, it was a great way to to introduce the game as a tutorial, also by giving you all those you know tools to to use right away, but not sure how to do it. And the way it it holds your hand without holding your hand, I, I just really appreciated it. The um, they did a really good job with it for something being so out of the norm of a Zelda game.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and, so, um, throughout, um, um, the game, you have these four giant robots, I forget the name, and then these smaller ones that is around, around the map. Some of them are broken, some of them can move, some of them are stuck, um, on place. What did, um, you know, you think about those, and new bad guys that they added?
1: The, um, yeah, those um the the sentry guard things, whatever those things are called, the guardians. That, that's what yeah. they are. Um, I mean, introducing like like a robotic type of technology into into the game was definitely a, a, a weird way to take it. Consider, I mean, the the whole Zelda timeline is is hard to follow, um, and while it didn't seem to make too much sense, it didn't look too much into it because I mean, it's just a a fantasy video game. They can say whatever they want to have happen. Um, The guardians were definitely a very terrifying enemy. Um, When you come up to them and they just like the first time that you just get smoked by one, you're like, Oh, they mean business. Like (laughs) they're not messing around. Um, And then once you, once you figure out how to like deflect their, their lasers and then, Defeating them with either arrows or just hopping up with your sword, like it, it was very, very satisfying to take those down. And then, you know, as you get stronger in the game, they've just become easier and easier. Um, the game just really does a good job at at making you feel like you grow as the hero, instead of just—I don't know—just handing you all your stuff and sending you on your way. Like you, you really earn most of. Of the feelings of a hero throughout the game and the the guardians like i said like considering how hard they are the first time you face it till the last time when you're actually in the castle and they're just they're just nothing you, you just smoke them every time like it's it's so satisfying
0: yeah um so um i'm pretty sure in in this game you can do something that you never done in the other games i think is cooking now uh, you can make mm-hmm. different food and stuff and can get back health or these effects inside the game i don't remember it being in in other games um but i don't know but what did um um you think about that in the game uh
1: i i i think you're right i don't think it's ever been in any other game maybe maybe like as a side quest you can make a few like food items here or there but for the most part uh you know this is like a, a new thing and Aside from the the time that it takes to actually like like cook the items when you're uh, you know going through all the recipes or going through your your ingredients that you have and figuring out what to make, um, it was actually fun like creating recipes and just seeing what works and what doesn't. And then when you find that that one recipe where uh, you know you get like eight extra hearts and or powers up your strength or whatever, like it was. Once again, I mean, everything you do is so satisfying. Like once you get there, you're like, oh, I can do this every time. And then the next time I face one of the one of the uh, ghosts of Ganon or, or whatever those things are called, um, they're a cakewalk. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's just a refreshing, cool thing to see, you know, in a Zelda game, which, you know, like I said, it's just been the same get these three things, get the Master Sword, get these seven things, and kill Ganon. Like, I mean, it was, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, whereas this one really just added so many new things, um, either to bring in, you know, people playing a game like Skyrim. Like, this reminded me a lot of, like, an Elder Scrolls-type game, and making it more appealing to a broader audience, I think, was a good move on them, and to get people interested back into, you know, the Zelda games that they can go play now.
0: Yeah, um, uh, one of my favorite quests in, um, was that you can buy, um, um Link's house. Because in one of the widgets, I forget which one, you can see the people that is about to, um, break down someone's house that hasn't been there in years, and people are thinking that it's Link's, and basically you can buy it. Have have you seen that or have you done that quest? And if so, what did um um you think about it?
1: Uh, I did finish that quest. That was um that was a very fun quest. the The guys building the house were very fun to to see how they interact with each other. Um, I do wish there was maybe a little more customization with the house, but I I mean I understand with with the game they had to put some limits in. Um, I mean overall it's still a fun quest to, to finally finish and then you get that house and you can display your cool weapons that you got from from defeating the the lion knolls or whatever those things are called. Um, or the you know, you can display all those really cool things that you've encountered in your in your journey to become the hero. And you know, once again something new in the in the Zelda franchise that's never been there aside from uh, you know, visiting a house that you lived in, but you didn't get anything for it, you just were able to go in there, and that was about it.
0: Yeah. Um, I do wish that they made it so you could have done the extra stuff with the house, but I do understand why they didn't, though. And one of, um, I guess, an additional quest that you get after buying the house is you can go to this place and make a new village sale. Have you done that? And if so, what did um, um, you think about it?
1: Yeah, um I did build that village too. Uh that was that was a little more of a grind for me as far as, as far as finishing as far as finishing that uh that quest just because you basically had to go there, you know, talk to the people and then have to go all the way somewhere else just to get something and then have to go all the way back and, and keep going. So it was it was a little of a of a nuisance, but um, overall, I still thought it was a fun quest and, and watching that, that town spring up was, was really, really cool. Um, yeah, uh, you know, stuff like that where it's, it's, it's rewarding. It really, this game is just one of the most rewarding games I've ever played. I wish I could think of the name of that village place now. Oh, it's, it's, um, uh, Terry town. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah, no, that that was a cool thing, and it ended in such a nice way, too.
0: Yeah, um, what's trying to think of, oh yeah, um, so the Triforce is something that has been in pretty much every single Zelda game, except for this one and maybe a couple others, and I I thought that they would have it inside the game, what did, um, you know, you think about them not having it inside the game?
1: Uh, that was I mean that was definitely uh a, a weird direction to take and I'm not sure why they didn't you know really include it um I'm trying to think of actually how the game how the game ended aside from from that or or if there's any way that they that they could incorporate that um but you know i'm I'm assuming that they had a that there's some type of direction for it especially since they they have announced a, a sequel that maybe they'll they'll try to introduce it then, but you know I, the game still still played well enough I think without it where um, I don't think it was it was too much of an issue and I would assume it didn't make too many Zelda you know curious upset.
0: Um. I is wasn't. there <laughs> um, Is there anything else that that you would like to you know talk um um about in the first game?
1: um i will i do want to share some of my overall just disappointments with the game um i i i will say that the that the big machines that you you have to go into um they're like essentially the the temples of the game where you fight the the ganons um i really wish i could think of what they're called right now my brain is just not being you know not working very well but um I felt like those were a little disappointing i was hoping that there'd be either more of those or or more challenge with them overall because there really wasn't much to them and it it just left me really wanting more like that's one aspect from the original zelda games where you know you go into the temples you really want a lot of challenge and something to be more than it was, and and I felt like they they kind of dropped the ball with the actual, um, the mechs that they had. the The little challenge temples were fun. Some of those really kind of racked my brain, but it just it didn't seem. And I it sounds selfish saying it because there was like 120 temples, and then there's the the four shrines, and then you know the eventual fight with Ganon, plus DLC. But I still felt like there was just something missing in those
0: yeah um so those things are called because I just checked on Google it is called um um divine Beats. that is what oh, the divine,
1: yep that's what it was <laughs> I mean, yeah I was just hoping that there would have been a little more with those but you know once again I understand that they they switch things up in the way that they did just to just to make the game a little different and and I still appreciated it a lot and I'll you know continue to play and and maybe if I play it through again and, and try those, it'll be different. I don't know, but it's just the main thing that I had issues with was, was the Divine Beasts weren't as much as I was hoping they were going to be. Um, I did like the the abilities you got from the Divine Beasts. I thought those were kind of a, a, a neat extra thing that you get out of the game. Um, I appreciated the, the voice acting in the cut scenes instead of just reading text all the time. Um, I, I, I hope they continue in that direction and just have those things voiced out if they're going to use them. Um, Not that I don't, you know, I, I don't care if I have to read, but I really do appreciate when they have a good cast of people reading. Like, I felt like all the characters were voiced really well, and it just worked. It worked for me with, with this game especially.
0: Yeah, um, that definitely made, 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 um, um, the game battle and I know they are doing it for the sequel and hopefully they you know do that in the next games to come after the sequel
1: Mm -hmm. um and then the the whole like they added so many extra extra things into like the 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 interface like you have your your noise meter your temperature thing and and the weather and I really like how you had to be conscious of all those things while you were playing so there was one point where I was like in a winter area, and I, my health kept going down. And I was like, "Why is this happening?" And it was like really early into the game, and then I realized, "Oh, that's because I'm freezing to death." And so you had to either cook, you know, warm food. I think the the game kind of pushed you into that direction to cook the warmer food, so you'd survive in the in the harsh conditions. Um, and like in the desert, you had to wear cooler stuff. Like the the way that they incorporated all that stuff into the game and still made it made it user-friendly and easy enough where, where like, maybe the younger audience would understand. Um, I just really appreciated that, too.
0: Yeah, that was definitely um, a great thing that they had in the games. So... I,
1: yeah, ov- overall, I mean, th- this game is, is, you know, nothing short of a masterpiece, I think. Even with, with the qualms that I have with it, I still... Think it's it's a must own for anybody who has a Switch or even the the Wii U. If you have that, I mean, this game's available on there, and you should definitely play it.
0: Um, what is better better the Wii U or the Switch for the Zelda game?
1: Um, I haven't played the Wii U one, so I don't know. I don't know what exactly is different. I don't know if it's if it's maybe like loading times are a little shorter or whatever. But I mean, the the Switch as as a system overall just just tramples the wii u and i loved the wii u i i still have mine and i still you know play it from time to time but the fact that the the switch is portable and i think the controllers are comfortable uh, and it's just a it's just a very functional system that that makes sense for all the games that, that are coming out for it. you know like you can play it on the go or you know throw it on the tv and and play it that way and it just it just works well and i think for like a zelda game like this where where you can save wherever you want and just keep moving i think the the switch is the perfect system for it
0: yeah um so um the game has a blood moon or a red moon uh, whatever uh, whatever it's called and basically when that happens the bad guys come back um what did what did um um You think about them adding that to the game
1: i i appreciated it it definitely freaked me out the first time it was happening i i think i'm either missed that or or had forgotten about it by the time it actually happened um it was i mean when you first start the game and then the the blood moon happens it's it's absolutely terrifying because you're very ill-prepared as far as a as a player goes but then you know once you get more hearts and and more items and and know how to stockpile everything uh the blood moon was actually kind of a fun challenge to just run around and just demolish everybody and you know either get more ingredients for recipes or things to sell uh just just kind of a neat little extra extra thing to do while you're you know exploring the the island and or not the island while you're exploring hyrule and and uh, trying to find other things to do besides ending the game.
0: <laughs> um, I forget what they called it, but they have this island th- that you go to, and, and once you get there, it's basically this shrine quest, and you have none of your items when you go there. Have you done that? And if you have, then what did um, um, what you think about it?
1: I, I think that was a very cool challenge to have in the game. Um, I did do that one I think I happened upon it a little too early in my quest so it was kind of a it was kind of a chore to get through it but um, I think it was a, a neat way to really show how resourceful you can be as a player in this game I mean starting off with absolutely nothing and just working your way through the the enemies and and getting stronger from just like from nothing was cool and I think they I think there's something in the DLC, too, where you have to do the, the same thing, but on a larger scale. Yeah. I have not done that yet, um, but that is on my to-do list uh, coming up real soon once I get through all these Korok seeds.
0: Awesome. Um, so one of one of the things that, that you can do here that you haven't done in the past games, I think, is you can actually sell items to people and get money that way. What did... Um, um, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, I don't, like, you can, you can just hold an item and throw it at somebody and they'll pay you for it?
0: No, you just, um, like, you know, click A, A to chat, and then, you know, you can either buy something from them or sell them something.
1: Oh, sure, yeah, no, that was, um, I, I appreciated that. There was definitely times where I, where I needed some money, and it was, it was easy to collect resources and, and pawn them off that way just to get, arrows which for some reason are ridiculously overpriced in this game um and i went through arrows like crazy so that was that was definitely worth it just to get to a point where i wasn't struggling to to keep my arrows stocked um just you know a, a slight change makes uh makes a heck of a difference in this game that's for sure
0: um is um is there anything else that you want to you know chat um i'm about before we move on to the sequel
1: um, I don't think so. No, I think, I feel like we covered it pretty well. Like, there there was just a bunch of, of things done right in this game, and, and you know, maybe some things seemed a little bit of improvement, but that's what a sequel's for.
0: <laughs> um, so, we haven't seen much about it. Um, I, I have heard, heard online that they are not close to, finish, to finishing the audio for it, you know, having the voice actors talk. I mean, they're not close to done with that. And from the trailer, we can see that Link and Zelda is um, underground or in a cave um, together, and they find this person with the green hand on them, and then they fall down in a cave. What did um um you think about that?
1: Uh, the trailer really gave off some uh, some creepy vibes, and I mean, this game definitely had some moments of that with with the the iterations of Ganon. Um, but I have seen a lot of people say it, and I, I kind of got the same feeling uh, as far as like like the game kind of gave off a, uh, a like a Majora's Mask type feel, and that game was is like one of my favorite Zelda games, so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with with the story. Hopefully, it kind of goes in that in that direction. Um, I think having a little bit of of horror. Elements into a game like Zelda is is definitely appreciated. Um, if you look at even like some of the villains or like the Lost Woods on on The Link to the Past, when you're in the Dark World, is a very scary place to go. Um, and I feel like some of the the more recent games have kind of skipped out on that factor. I mean, aside from having skeletons as enemies, but um, yeah, this one's definitely. Definitely gonna be a darker game and I'm I'm all for it.
0: Awesome. Um so I hold hold um um on in the past that people think that the main bag I heal might not be Ganon this time. It might actually be Saint that we saw in there because of how he died, I think. Um that is definitely a, a you know, um a, a possibility, especially since in the first game we see the mirror broken out of the beach and you have to find the pieces. And I was wondering, what do what do um um you think about think about that? How the bad guy being sane and possibly having you know Mina return from the Pride um, princess games?
1: That would be that would be very interesting. I don't th- I haven't heard that, but I I haven't um I've been trying to stay away from from a lot of the news and, and updates on it because I I really want to be surprised with the next one, like I was with this first one. It's been very tempting to look at stuff, but um. I think that would be kind of cool because replaying Twilight Princess, I think a lot of people didn't like the, the Midna aspect of it, but when I got my, uh, when I got my Wii U, I I bought the Twilight Princess remaster and played through it again. And I really enjoyed that game. And I, I think Midna was a great character. And if we can get some more of, of her, I'd be, I'd be very appreciative of that. And um, like I said with this game, I was a little underwhelmed with the fights with Ganon. So if they if they introduce like a another type of, of villain, I'd be okay with that as well. Some, something fresh and, and new and um not not just a, a repeat of, of the same Ganon fight every other game that they have, you know?
0: Yeah. Um something else that we see is when Soda brings the soul to um the Lost Woods. Um. At some point, she says something about the soul talking to her, and that, and that might mean that Fee from Skyward Sword might, you know, come back or something similar to that. Um. What would um 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 you think about something like that happening in the in the next game?
1: And and that's another thing too, where, uh, just like Midna, a lot of people disliked Fee, and I yeah. think it was because she was a little too hand holy in the game and while i may agree with the fact that that game definitely told you exactly what to do like at every time i still didn't mind that that aspect of the game and i'm i'm on the i'm on the side where um i really enjoyed skyward sword so i wouldn't mind them slowly tying up all these loose ends of of all the different zelda games that they have and kind of showing that they do fit together in some type of timeline instead of just having that on paper and just letting that serve for for the story for the game.
0: Yeah. Um some, uh, something that I that I wanna see in the next game is Linko. We've seen Ho in the Hyrule um I, f- I forget the name. Um Hyrule, oh, Hyrule Warriors? Yes. Yeah, thanks. In, in that game, we see Vinko, and she thinks that she is the hero, and you can pay and and you can pay herself for a bit. And I think it'd be cool to see her as main sister or something in the next game. What do you, um 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 you think about that, or seeing another game to be drawn from the past games?
1: Um, I I haven't. I've only played a little bit of of the Hyrule Warriors. I got through quite a few levels of it, and then I had to give it back to my friend I was borrowing it from. Um, the game definitely wasn't, wasn't my style. I was, I found myself kind of bored with it, but, um, I mean, I think, I think these games have such a, a wide cast of characters that I I think it'd be fine if we could, you know, throw more of them in there, as long as it makes sense story-wise and whatnot to, to bring them in. I say, why not? Let's, let's push this, this game system to its, you know, to its fullest and, and add more people and, and as long as it makes sense, I you bring it all on.
0: <laughs> um, some something that I really liked in um um, um 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 Skyward Sword and in the first game, and they had a, a little bit of this in Wind Waker was um Link and so does you know um um relationship throughout the game. Um, I hope that they would like develop that more. In the sequel, um, what do um, 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 you, you think about that?
1: Yeah, no, I I agree as well. Um, I I liked seeing how they interacted with each other in in Skyward Sword a lot. I um, they they've only touched on it, you know, like a few times, like here or there, but never really really went for it as much as they did with Skyward Sword, and. I really liked how that one, how that one handled it, and you know, this game too. There was, there was enough of an interaction there, as far as like showing how much they they care for each other, and, and Zelda's very um, open emotionally in this game when when she's upset and and Link's there to console and whatnot, and and it looks like you know even from like the trailer of this of the second one that they're still you know. Close to each other and and being there for each other, so I really do hope that they that they push that more um, because it works in this timeline as far as like the Zelda series goes. So so I'd say run with it too.
0: Yeah, um, some, uh, something that I also liked in the um, um, Skyward Sword game was sort of like Link's rival, I guess, um, Groot, or oh, oh, Groot, I forget. Um, he he had, he's a person with the red heel that I also likes um, soda. um, I, I think it'd be awesome to have him or someone similar to him that's like a rival to Link in the game. Uh, I doubt they would do that just because of what we've seen from the trails. but what do you, um, 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 what do you think about that?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about him. Um, he was kind of a goof. I, I, uh, I appreciated like like the comedy that he brought to the to the game because um with with a story like like or not not a story with the way they told the story the story like in a game of, of like Skyward Sword or um like Majora's Mask and, and Wind Waker like when the way they used Tingle as kind of like the the comedic relief and kind of the the silly part of it um this game really didn't have too much of that the first breath of the wild I think the the silliest you're gonna get is the is the cast of guys you know building your house. Um, I, I think a, I think a rival to go up against you know you know Link was what could it, ugh, I'm having a hard time talking. <laughs> I think a rival with Link in in the game as far as like maybe you know pining for Zelda's affection could work if they if they worked it well. Um, maybe not so silly like like Bruce is. But I think they could they could do something like that, maybe like another soldier who comes in when if link should happen to fail and and he kind of steps in and, and does something and then link kind of has to you know potentially win her back or, or save him at some point. I don't know, something like that, but it's possible.
0: Um, so in the first game, you have pretty much just four items. the use the Tasis, the ice stuff, um the bomb. I think that's it i could be wrong and um i'm hoping that in the next game they add more stuff that 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 you can do what do you, um, um um what do you think about that
1: i i definitely think there could be some more like items to use um i guess that is another kind of issue i had with this game is if you look at a game like uh Skyward Sword, I think, had a decent amount of, of items you could use, or like Twilight Princess. I mean, and they, they kinda got a little weird with theirs, but I still appreciated it. Like the the, the top was a cool item that it didn't have much purpose outside of the dungeon it was in. Um, the big ball and chain was kind of cool. That one was was fun to swing around and and you know bash enemies with. Um and like Skyward Sword had the bear mitts, or not the bear mitts, like the mole mitts and and things like that. Like there's so many different items out there that that definitely were underused in the games that they were in. Like you use them like the in the dungeon and maybe to get a few heart pieces, but other than that, they kind of lost their their purpose. And Breath of the Wild really just honed in on like, okay, we always use bombs. Um, the the stasis we can use for you know whatever needs stasis for with the kind of puzzles that we have. And same thing with the ice too. Like, I definitely think that there's more things that they could, they could incorporate with the, the Sheikah stone. And I can't think of any like options that would work at the moment, but I really hope that there's more than just the, the basic items again.
0: Yeah. Um, so in the past game, they didn't have the trifles. Um, I'm not sure how they were added in, this game they probably find find it underground maybe or once they um free Ganon, or whoever is there by accident that um they end up getting the pieces of the trifles. So they gets the uh, courage, Link gets the um um Link gets the courage, so that so they gets the wisdom and Ganon, you know, of course, or probably bad guys gets the power. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering what do uh what do um um, um, do you think about them adding their trifles in the next game or not adding it?
1: I I think just to just to appease everybody because I mean since it's it's missing from from the game that's that's such an integral part of of the Zelda franchise and maybe like in the trailer like they're they're going through that that cave or whatever looking for stuff maybe they could find some some ancient texts talking about how, you know, Hyrule, or not even Hyrule, but just like the world started. And maybe that's how they discover the, the Triforce. And maybe there's like a, um, for lack of better terms, like a cult that's obsessed with, with Ganon and they want to bring him back. And maybe they have a leader who grabs the, the Triforce of power and, and tries to resurrect Ganon at the end or something. Like I can see them doing something like that. Um, as long as they write it well, I think I think this would be a great way to to introduce the Triforce into this storyline, and then see how that disperses throughout the rest of the Zelda timeline.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely think uh, that'd be awesome to have someone else get the triforce of power and try to wrestle back to Ganon. I think that'd be something amazing if they do that, and um, something that ha- didn't happen in the game was having Link have someone with them throughout the journey. You kinda have Soda sort of, um talk um talking to you throughout it a little bit, but not really that much. You pretty much just by by um, um um with yourself. And I was wondering what do you what do you think about them having it in the next game?
1: Um I think I think that was another thing that was maybe you know missing but as as a player who who started from back on super nintendo and i've also played the nes ones too uh i think most of my time was spent from the 64 on and all those games as they came out and i think always having someone to to like interact with link was was nice um because it, it adds a little bit of extra character to him as as a silent protagonist. I mean, you don't really have much to go on, and there were some interactions in this one as he went, but it wasn't it wasn't enough as opposed to like having having Navi or or Fee or or Midna with. So hopefully they, they can do something like that in there. I, I think I think the game needs it.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely h- hope they add it in this game. And in the last one, I understand why they didn't. Because they kind of want you to be like, um, you know, in a survival kind of state and pretty much being by, bi- by yourself makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. but in the next team, I definitely hope they have someone, possibly someone new, I'm guessing, uh, with the green spiritual whatever that you see grappling out of the hole. And, um, I'm trying to think, oh yeah, um. So, in this game, Soda is not trapped. In the last game, she was trapped in Hyrule Castle, trying to stop Ganon. And because she is not a trapped anymore, that means that she could be a payable character. And what do you think about that being a possibility?
1: I think that would be uh, a refreshing you know, change in the game. I do think... I, and I, I haven't played it, but I think maybe in, in Spirit Tracks you get to do some stuff with, with Zelda, or or there's another one where you get to do stuff with her. I can't quite remember. Um, but there, there's been a few other games. I, Wind Waker is a, a great example of where you get to you know take control of someone other than Link, even if it's for a short time, where you get to choose between... Um, uh, Oh my gosh! The little girl bird, mera i can't remember her name. I'm bad with names. The little, the little girl bird, or the little, um, little Korok. You know, you get to to pilot them for for short times, and they each had their own abilities, and that was kind of kind of neat to be able to utilize them in the in the dungeons that they were in, and you know, maybe they they incorporate Zelda like more into into the story as opposed to just, like, a dungeon or two. Maybe she you'll always have something to do with her while the game goes on. I think that'd be fine. I mean, the game's been around for, for 30-something years, I think, or 25 or something like that, and it's always been called The Legend of Zelda, yet she's only been playable, like, a couple of times inside the Zelda game, so why not Why not do more with it?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think they've done this in any of the past games, Actually, you know, they did it in one of the games. Uh, Triforce Legends, I think, is some kind of um, um, multiplayer mode. Um, I, w- I was thinking that they could do something like that in the sequel, where you can play as both. Um, one person can be Link, the person is Zelda. Or you can have some kind of like, boundary mode, um, where you just fight each other as one of the Links from Four Swords. And because um, fight with bows, weapons, you know, whatever in this short area on a map. Um, so, well, so I was wondering what you think about that being a possibility in multiplayer mode in the sequel.
1: I think you could you could definitely incorporate um, the, the first thing that you brought up, as far as like one person being like Link and another one being Zelda, and and handling puzzles that way in dungeons and just like exploring the game overall i think would be would be kind of a neat aspect it's something that they really haven't explored in in the series where you I mean if zelda's potentially going to be you know out of out of danger through the game like you could have someone play as her and she can go into town and inquire about places and, and link can go explore dungeons or whatever or Whatever role you want it to be, um, and if you're only playing single player, like the other person, just the AI controls them and it's done. Or if you want to, you know, buddy up with somebody and and tackle the game that way. I think that'd be a really cool way to uh, to bring people together into into Zelda a way it hasn't been done before. Um, I think that the aspect of a like a multiplayer battle type thing would would maybe take some finagling to work properly um i, I don't see it as being a, a, a an issue i just don't know how they would you know make that work in, into the game like I, I think i think the way you said it would probably work best like some kind of you know battle royale against each other um and just trying to find a, a good balance in the game um As each person's a link, or you know, there is, I guess, the possibility of of one person being Link and the other ones being like like Moblins in in like a a horde type thing, and you have to figure out, you know, how to control them to to take Link down. You know, kind of like a Dead by Daylight type thing where it's it's three on one. You know, there's multiple angles that you can look at as far as like making or taking a game like you know Zelda that's been primarily single player aside from. You know, four swords adventures or Triforce heroes, and and bringing that that multiplayer aspect in there, the, the, there's potential somewhere. We just got to find the the right people to crack it.
0: Yeah, um, in in the first game, um, Link talks to all these different people, and I I, I remember him online. Um, I think someone said that that report or someone that worked on the game or it was maybe in one of the books, that the reason why Link um didn't talk before was because it's like part of his night's code or something. And because he lost um his um memories of the past that he is able to talk to everyone in the first game. And in second, since he freed soda, he might be back on a night track and curve that he might not Talk people. What did you think about that?
1: Um, I I think that I think Link is as as a silent protagonist. it, it is a little frustrating when you when you do like the the cutscenes where he's supposed to be talking, especially like in the older games. Like I my immediate thought was going back to Ocarina of Time when you first come up to to Zelda and she's talking to you, and you're just staring at her the whole time, and you're not making any kind of movements, any kind of sounds, and it it almost seems a little awkward when they could have done you know something different with it. And, you know, in this game, I, I appreciated that they, they really tried to make it seem like, like Link was a human instead of just a, a robot with a sword. Um, so I, I would at least hope that they would try to incorporate more into his his character as you know like being an actual human in the next one
0: um uh, is there anything that you hope is added to the sequel
1: um let's see I'm trying to think of... If there's anything from like the past games that I that I really appreciated that they could, you know, stand to put back in there. Um, I mean, my my favorite Zelda game is, is Majora's Mask, but I don't think anything in that in that game would benefit this one at all. Maybe maybe like the masks I mean, I guess they do that to a certain point here where it it increases like your your abilities and whatnot. But maybe they could have some other like enhancements is as far as that kind of stuff goes um i i I really don't i can't think of anything else i would like to add at this point aside from maybe just just a better dungeon system um maybe more of them and i i still like the shrines and how those work so i guess keep that up but maybe maybe a different kind of i don't know some kind of challenge thing i don't know (laughs) i i really just enjoy breath of the wild a lot and and it's hard to to think of anything to improve on aside from just the 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 dungeon the lack of of that and i oh i guess like the bosses themselves while while they were they were different as far as how they attacked you they were all still ganon and even though like like seeing goma in every game was was kind of getting tired i still appreciated all the different styles of of creatures that you had to fight, so maybe more enemy variety would be good, too.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely hope to add new bad guys, and maybe more original um, boss battles, because you know, in the first game, just like you said, um, pretty much every single boss battle is just getting now. there, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the DLC added one, um, I guess, a boss battle. It's not really important to the story, though. Um, with Someone from the opposite of, this, of the Shika tribe—I forget what they called. Anyways, um, um, yeah. Um, what do uh, what do you, what do you think about them adding that tribe back into the sequel, or adding a new sort of different bad guy group into the sequel?
1: Um, I yeah, I definitely think they need to do to do something with them. I mean, the the have been very you know important in the game so hopefully they do incorporate something like that i can't remember what the what the tribe of the the bad guys were that you would like stumble upon like um like a random villager and they would try to fight you and all of a sudden it was some kind of some kind of clan of ninjas i i really appreciated those those encounters at least in the beginning and then raiding their their camp and taking out their leader was fun um i i'd be okay if they did something similar to that again. That's for sure. Um, and hopefully, like with with the Sheikah, I mean, that was a lot of the the lore within the game. You know, finding their shrines and beating their puzzles and becoming the the ultimate warrior. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that in this in the next one without it seem seeming like like it's been done before. So, I mean, they they should take all the time they, they need to to put this game out so it so it runs runs properly, and, and the story makes sense as far as, like, with, with the Sheikah and all that stuff goes.
0: Um, so in the past games, you know, and the last one, we have the Sheikah tribes, and definitely in the last game, they were way more important to this story, and I hope in the sequel that they put in more of an importance on them, and that throughout the world, you can meet more Chica people, or you can find more of their past items and stuff. Like, maybe once you accidentally free the bad guy by accident that more places are uncovered and you see these past items that were hidden that belong to the Chica tribe. Or the Chica tribe started growing a bit more and now they are, you know, walking around and they can give Link more advanced items that we haven't seen in the past game. Uh, what uh, what do you think about them possibly doing that?
1: Oh I, no, I think that sounds good. Um, like like I said, the, the items in this game were very you know basic and 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 lackluster to to a point. So um, uncovering some more ancient like like Sheikah technology as far as like the the weapons go, I think would be would be a, a great way to to bring the Sheikah more into the story. Um, since they've been so, you know, they've been central to, to the essence of Zelda since I think even the beginning, because I, I believe, you know, in the first two games that came out, the second one for sure, like they, like they mentioned Impa, I don't know if they actually called her a Sheikah or not in those games, but, but they're just as important to the story as, as Link and, and Ganon are, so why not, you know make more of that.
0: Um, in Aquaman of Time, and in the Hyrule game, um, i trying to think of the name. Soda uh, pretends to be someone from the Sheikah tribe. Um, Sheik, I think?
1: Yeah, just Sheik, yep.
0: Um, what, uh, um, uh, what do you think about them having Soda as Sheik in the sequel for certain parts of the game?
1: Uh, I really like I look back to when I was playing Ocarina of Time and, and that game had the same impact, you know, on me as a kid playing it as, as this one did as, as an adult, like everything was just like mind blowing and cool. And, and when, when Sheik revealed, you know, himself to actually be Zelda, that was such a cool reveal. And it it would be cool if it would, if it would be some, something like that. Um, where zelda would maybe portray herself as somebody else but i i I want it to be like like as much of a mystery as it was when when sheik first showed up because that that was such a a cool character who helped you the entire time and you had no idea that it was you know your childhood friend zelda um
0: i was thinking something i'm trying to think of what it was um what was it? Oh yeah. Um, so in the past games you have this like main um, gameplay thing. Like in Wind Waker you have, you know, the Wind Waker, In Tri Princess you can turn into a wolf. An Alcarina of Time and um, you have the Aquina. and with those mask, you have this different masks you can put on. Um, in the sequel, do you hope to see something like that? Will you use it throughout the story?
1: Yeah, that that is one thing that that this game was was missing. I I I'm a I was a big fan of how they incorporated all the, the music into the games. Um, it did get a little annoying to have to like you know play the same songs over, over and over. Um. More so, like in Wind Waker, just because of the you know waiting for the the bar to go across each note to play it. But uh, no, I, I think this game was was lacking in in that department, and and maybe they can find a way to to incorporate music into the story and make it and make it make sense without it being a hassle like it has been before. Um,
0: is there anything else else that you want to talk uh, about for for the sequel?
1: Um, like I said, I I just hope that they that they take their time with it and don't try to to maybe switch it up too much. Um, just for how how much everyone seemed to enjoy Breath of the Wild, I don't want them to try to do too much with it. Where all of a sudden it becomes a uh, a shadow of what it of what it could have been. And I really don't think they will, considering that they're, you know, they just I think released a trailer within the last year, and they still don't even have a release date for it. Um, as long as the story is engaging, and as long as the the gameplay stays as tight as it was in this one, um, and as long as they make a few, cos- cosmetic isn't the right word, but a few changes as far as like the as far as the dungeons go, and, and make those more of like a, a traditional Zelda dungeon, um, while maintaining the the spirit that this game had, I, I really think that they can have another, you know, knock it out of the park game like Breath of the Wild was.
0: Yeah. Um, so one last question um, before we end it here. Um, so different people who haven't played the Legend of Zelda games often get Link mixed up with Zelda. Or Zelda mixed up with Nichols, something like that. Um, what do uh, what do you think about those people that call Link Zelda?
1: Um, I I totally understand where they're coming from. If if they haven't you know paid attention to to the series at all, it it would make sense to to like an outsider to all of a sudden the game's called The Legend of of Zelda, and all you see is the the one you know character that is always in it playing for how little Zelda is represented in most of the games. I mean, they've been bringing her out more and more as the as the series go on. Um, I mean, Breath of the Wild is a huge like her her portrayal in that game is, is much more so than than it was like even in Ocarina of Time, she was in there so little. If you look at Princess Zelda just as Zelda and not as Sheik. I mean, she with Sheik, she was in there a lot more helping you, but as, as princess herself she just wasn't in there that much so I can see where they're coming from I guess my my personal thought is I look at the character link and I don't think the name Zelda fits I don't know what would if, if they never hear the name link um, but I, I I can see where they're where they're coming from with it to a certain degree
0: yeah um, well um, everyone um so everyone listening listen to this thank you for listening to the podcast and is there anything that that you would like to plug in
1: uh yeah if you just want to um visit my my podcast page um i i use anchor so the page is anchor.fm slash gtth um i host a podcast there you can listen to it on any any platform you listen to podcasts to um, base, the basic premise of the show is I just I try to give out a rule that society needs to start following because uh, our society needs help, and there's a lot of things that, that we can fix as a people, and I'm trying to just lead us all to the promised land. So if you want to just listen to, to my show, wherever you listen to podcasts, that'd be great.
0: That's awesome. So everyone, uh, everyone uh, listening to this, definitely go ahead and check out his podcast. And thank you for being here on the podcast and chatting about Legend of Zelda, and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, thanks.
1: Thanks for having me. This was an absolute blast. I, I love Zelda, and uh, I mean Breath of the Wild is great, and I can't wait for the sequel. and And it's it's just been a fun time. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Um, so everyone um, watching this or listening to this, um, thank you. Um, check, uh, check out his stuff and follow this podcast if you liked it and I see you in a next episode